What does the orbital ape team think? <laughs> Have you seen the here wallet though? That one, this is totally unrelated, but Which one? Uh, here wallet. I posted no. a link to it. <clears throat> uh, it's, it's, it's mainly for near, which is why I'm a stand for it. But uh, mm. it just looks nice. Oh, I like I, this UI. Yeah. Welcome to game of nodes, a weekly podcast from independent validator teams. Welcome to Gaming Nodes, a weekly podcast from independent validator teams. Um, and this week, I've forgotten to get myself a cup of tea. And I have um, a mug on my desk, uh, which is currently being used as a paint, uh, a paintbrush wash, and uh, for various reasons. And I nearly picked it up and drank from it. So that would have been a short podcast for me. Uh, it's, on a tangentially it, related note, I have tried Horlicks for the Horlicks, I think it's called. It's like a yes, Moat yeah, drink. yeah. I tried it for the first time um, last week, and I really enjoy it. It's, I mean, I'm I'm a huge fan of barley, just kind of in general. My buddy he brought me barley tea home from from China one time, and uh, oh, I just love it ever since, best, isn't it? Yeah, everyone that I've had to try it afterward, man, they're like, it's like drinking mud. It's the best. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it is the best. I don't it's know why. Absolutely great. Like, like you know, do you ever try um, like poor tea where it's like? Um, it's like roasted green tea. I think it's like roasted or it might still be fermented because it's, it's blackish in, in kind of color, but it's it's green tea um, with, I want to say mandarin peel in the mix when it's fermented or roasted, whichever one it is. It's like a breakfast tea in some parts of China. It's absolutely amazing. And if you try and get it anywhere else, you're just like, you're like oh, Percy, fucking hell, you have that. Okay. And then you try it and you're like, oh. Like, it must be there must be something about it that doesn't travel well or whatever um so yeah i maybe maybe if you went to like a chi- like a chinese supermarket you could you could get lucky but um but yeah barley tea is the absolute shit confirm ovaltine and horlicks pro tip uh, if you make a milkshake uh, add a scoop of it as long a as it's ball? like as, yeah as long as it's like of the malt drink uh mix as long as it's like a compatible flavor like chocolate this works well with um and that extra malt <laughs> the extra malt is the important bit i had it with uh with oat milk and oat milk i don't know it hit it really well frozen that's good we need a topic change anyway which <laughs> tea talk oh i thought that was my internet nope fucking up things are <laughs> things are absolutely fine in australia it's just center of europe <laughs> it's fucked <laughs> my uh my camera looks fucked for some reason. It looks Do I look good. like all speckly? No. Uh, I don't know. You look very high resolution. Yeah. Is this, is this your little iPhone camera thing again? Uh, yeah. It's duct taped to my monitor. Yeah. It's looking good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's better than whatever you normally do. Yeah. It's it's got really good sharpness in that in that do. He's a sharp boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean. So you what? Know, what? Why, what blew up? I've, I've been pu- pushed to get onto the the fucking podcast this morning. I was like, you know, trying to deal with a few things. I have to pinch a shit. <laughs> I have to go back and finish that later. It's cut it off in the middle. middle. What blew up? Yeah, it's like I needed an axe to cut it off. Though it's fucking going. Um, I don't know. Just the server just mm. decided to not work, but actually it recovered itself, so I didn't have to fix that. Oh, by the time I like got to it it had already recovered itself so i was like oh tick 
good. <laughs> the best type of issue to have. Yeah. Does that and mean so you now I'm just your do list is completed? Do you get that yeah. extra little bump of it of adrenaline for fixed? Yeah, not, I, I use paper though, so it's like on my little paper notebook. I just ticked it, done. Like I wrote it on there and then ticked it immediately the just so exists. I could have something done on the list today. Scratch it up. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, do you ever have like you haven't felt like you've had a productive day so you sort of just write things down on a piece of paper and then put a line through them in case anyone ever looks? Yeah. Being well, ADHD, no, looking, that's though. like how my life rolls. That's all my life it does. <laughs> all about. There's nobody looking at that list though. Just it's, it's, well, I'm it's like me and myself you know, with my own thoughts of non-productivity and I mean I, I mean what if the missus comes snooping at the desk and she's <laughs> uh, like what what you do today? What's been going on today? <laughs> you you stay at home all day and I came home and the dishes weren't done so I had the server blow up you know, and fixed it. Prove prove to me that you've done something. Sure, I'm like, I've got this list man and it's got crosses on it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been ultra productive. <laughs> uh meanwhile, you know really leveling up in Diablo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Excuse me, I'm going to grab my coffee. So we, we moved on from T-Talk. Good, I mean, that's probably for the best. Uh, now tethered to my phone. Uh, Are you? Yeah, it got, rug- got rugged by my internet service provider, apparently. It was, yeah, um, it was, it was it, there's sudden. Been a, there's been a whole bunch of problems in our area today. Um, there's like a major outage, so I think it might just be a continuation of that bullshit. Um, Another but, strike? Know, there, there's a whole fucking, there's a whole bunch of fucking stuff. Like the... Um, we got the my business phone got reprovisioned with an eSIM, as you know, you were there, uh, mm-hmm. uh um, in, in, in Barcelona. And now, now I've gone and got like everything reissued and got a physical SIM for the company phone and blah, blah, blah. Um, the eSIM just keeps causing the physical real SIM. Well, it just they have zoom into Dell. Um, <laughs> that was fucking, fucking hilarious. Um, it just it just de- disconnects all the time randomly. It just goes, mm, th- this other SIM you've got in there can't be as important as this eSIM. I'm just going to deactivate that for you. And it's the one with the unlimited data that I'm always using to tether. It does it quietly. And my personal contract is like some bullshit data allowance. And so I was just like working on my laptop. And, you know, as you, as you know, like there's a bunch of stuff going on at the moment. It means there's quite a lot of server shuffling and whatnot and some some git some git shenanigans uh going on and um yeah just burned through my personal data allowance on my contract in like a day and i was like hang on a minute why am i getting a data warning and it's like sim sim one is disconnected i was like fuck's sake yeah it was just like eSIM is being used as the default and i'm like well we need to get that fucking sorted out but anyway so if i disappear again it's because the eSIM has rugged me um just it's there's a lot of interest in, in rugging me today apparently um but the other so the other thing that happened actually when i got home um was that the um nobody was able to get hold of me for a couple of days on the company phone and our finance guys were trying to tell me that there was maybe sort of a bank run in progress in the uk um this was actually the title of last week's podcast but i'm not even sure we mentioned it um and so I called them back uh, when I finally got home from all the shenanigans and then got stuck and the train strikes and and then, you know, got, got up to the nearest station to me, got a taxi home, finally got home. I was like, oh, fucking Chad, what a what a busy week of yorping and shilling, mainly yorping, Mostly a little yorping. bit of shilling. Yeah. Um, 
and then like was like oh shit right i've got got my backup phone and, and it got the thing got the thing called them up got the e-sim and that's like you having three missed calls called these guys back and they're just like yeah there's kind of a bank run in progress um we've noticed that you mainly use this bank that's affected you need to you need to go deal with this um and it, this was like 4 30 let's say 4 30 4 35 in the afternoon um and so i had to then before the end of the working day get to a bank in the nearest city the closest place there was still a bricks and mortar bank um and then i got there i think about five minutes before they closed um and i had to run across town and i arrived there completely covered in sweat like head to toe and they're just like hello well we're closing in five minutes but what can we do for you and uh, i'm like i would like to make a withdrawal <laughs> So when you say bank run, it was a literal bank run, meaning it like, was a literal. There, there, the, there was a well, concern that the bank was going to be liquidated, right? That it was one of those situations where they were like, "Look, there probably won't be an issue, but in the event that there is, and you rely on the money in this bank for your short-term liquidity of your business, make sure you have enough to cover, let's say, three months in another bank account." Because I think that's how long it takes. You know, there's a deposit guarantee scheme here, just like there is for you guys. It's not as generous as yours, actually. Um, not nearly as generous. Um, but I think there's a period you have to wait till you're going to get your funds, right? Yeah, as a business. And, yeah. Yeah. and you're not, at the back of the queue if you're a business as well, because they care more about consumers <laughs> than businesses. What What's the deposit guarantee in the States? 250000 Yeah, it's big. Per account. Yeah, that's what it is. Per, per account. Per account. Yeah. Per, per account. Yeah, well, it's, it's per account type, not necessarily per account. But you're you're Kanga bucks, aren't you? Now two hundred fifty, two hundred fifty. Oh yeah, two hundred fifty thousand Australian dollar dues. But that's uh, I think that's per bank though. I don't think that's like mm-hmm. per account. So no, it's well, it's for us. It's per per. Usually, you have a single checking account, but you can have multiple checking accounts at at one bank. Each one of those accounts is covered up to two hundred fifty thousand. No, I don't think that's true. Yeah. I talked to a couple people about it specifically, and they said that like if you like your checking accounts all count as one checking account, right? And then, but if you have like a separate like mutual money market account, then that'll count to a separate two hundred fifty thousand. But like all checking accounts are considered the same checking account with regards to the two hundred fifty thousand dollar limit. Uh, ditto for the savings per accounts. What? Per bank? Per bank? Yeah. No, I think I've had. I think I've had two. Actually, I don't even know if I've had two at, at the same location. But and money markets would not be covered under this. This is purely checking, right? <clears throat> that would be. Oh, that would, that would be money markets yeah. are worse. And so is savings. Savings. Savings accounts would be. That's also covered separately. Wait, is it? I don't. Hold yeah. on. Now I need in, to look. In it the up. UK, it's only yeah. about hundred thousand dollars by by comparison. So really. Um, so yeah. Anyway, the the long and short of it is that's that's not material really. The the money would be covered. It's more that we would go bankrupt. It just takes time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, AWS don't accept their bill in. Um, I'm sorry, but our bank folded and we don't have any money to pay you right now. But yeah. in three months, we will have your money. Don't worry about it. Um, so that's how I ended up covered in sweat at the bank teller. Yeah. Five minutes or whatever before they closed. And they're like, uh, and they're like, yes. And what's the reason for this transfer? And I was like, no reason, no reason. Routine de-risking. <laughs> Our finance guys, they they gave me a call and said, why haven't you done this? And you know, you don't want to piss those guys off. And they're just like looking at me, covered in sweat. And they're thinking, there's a there's a news headline about our bank not doing so well. This guy is the worst. But it was just like the most British thing in the world. Like I can't say to them, or it is I your think, fuck. 
Yeah, I, I can't say to them. I think there's a three percent chance. Australian. <laughs> what would be the Australian response to that question? I mean, I wouldn't have been able to help myself. I would have been like, oh, "There was a very nice gentleman on the internet who's accidentally overpaid me by two hundred thousand dollars on my internet banking, and I'm just trying to repay them over fucking what's that? Western Union." This Nigerian <laughs> prince messaged me about Steam credit cards, and I just—it seemed like such a good deal. <laughs> so right, at least be, at least you're just shitting around. Like whereas you know, I just in my head, I'm like, there is a small chance your bank is going to go under tomorrow morning when the market opens. But but I'm going to say it? that. It, well, no, it didn't. As it as it turned out, of course it didn't because it was like a one percent chance, a three percent chance. But if there's like if somebody tells you, look, you can get off the sofa right now, uh, get on your bike, ride a get on a train, then run a mile. Get on your bike. Get on a train. Get on a bus. It was convoluted. It was convoluted because of time. Anyway, whatever. It's not important. Like it was one of those when you know when you look at Google to get the quickest way there, and it's like all of these ways oh. are really slow for some mad reason. And I know how to get there the quickest way. Okay, fine. We're just going to do my way. And it was anyway. If somebody tells you you've got one to three percent chance of your business folding, unless you really get off your ass off the sofa, leg it over, put yourself at massive inconvenience, and have a socially embarrassing interaction at the end, what do you do? Because because apparently I fucking literally physically run i i become a part of the problem i joined the bank run i ha- it'd have to be 15 percent for me 15 percent. that's your number <laughs> yeah. did to, you to to run 25 to walk <laughs> to walk casually 15 if i could do it like tomorrow i could drive up if i had relax, done anything like less than a full-on sprint i would not have made the bank 25 33 percent maybe Mate, it was like the bittersweet symphony video. I was, I was like Richard Ashcroft, fucking elbowing people out of the way in the street. Yeah. That is what no. happens in that video, right? Hard pass. Can you make a recreation video of like just? <laughs> it was just usually embarrassing. Sprinting down the fucking main street of London bowling, in your pajamas. Also, older, also to, to be fucking clear, this was a, this was bear in mind like five thirty, right? It's just before they close, so it's at the time when everybody gets off work. So everybody's coming out of offices. They're all heading towards the ways to get out of the city i am heading the other i'm literally fucking i'm sprinting and punching and sprinting and punching i'm like uh, i'm like russell crow fighting around the world and then i get there covered in sweat they're like is there a reason for this and i'm like no 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 reason no reason absolutely no reason like so okay no reason did you take every penny out were they like all right so i'd like to wire transfer a thousand dollars and you're like no 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 a thousand dollars and twenty-seven cents. I it want that twenty-seven cents. It was it was social embarrassment central. It was like it was like, mm, yes, the number we've been get that that I've been told to transfer is this. It was like some very arbitrary number. Uh that like again, it's just saving face because I didn't want to say I think there is a chance your bag is going under. So it was just like a calculated guess of like how much do we need for the next three months guaranteed just in a different bank account yeah and then the rest it was just like oh it would be really bad if we never got that back but but apparently that that kind of whatever it was i think fifteen thousand pounds was the cost of social embarrassment so if we never got that back then we so we know that 25 percent to get you up at a run anywhere we know that 33 33 sorry my my it costs more than fifteen thousand pounds to get me to drop the veneer of social decorum. That is what what we've learned, which is funny because 
most times in my life i there's absolutely no way i'd be in a position where that would be the case but right now apparently running a business that that's where we've got to the other the other notable thing right is obviously we we have a bunch of our stuff um ledgers and whatnot in a bank vault obviously with with the same bank we mainly bank with wait hold um, on let's pause this for a sec so in the uk are those bank vaults actually protected in the us they're considered like if you put them in there that's great but if someone takes them out they're like that sucks it's not like we have insurance on it or anything <laughs> um well they don't they even know to, what's in there but they have to get in there i guess so it's like a you know it's inside a vault first of all you know with a big swingy oceans 11 door and then inside there's like a box and it has two keys and you have one key and the bank manager has another key and you have to know the bank manager to access it so you come in you say is the manager in and and let me tell you this is a faff when there is a a a bull market and you want to cash out more regularly because you have to go in every week do this same 15 minute shuffle where you talk to them what are you doing oh we're just picking up some accounting books or something just whatever bullshit that week Uh, no no but anyway uh, and then you go to like a safe room with your thing uh and then you get out a ledger and you tether to your phone because there's no obviously there's no internet you're in a safe room so you just like wave your phone around until you get a little bar of signal and you're like right prop it up on whatever that shelf is Mm -hmm. and then you get your laptop out of your rucksack and you do the dance right and you should do whatever shuffling whatever you need to but anyway the point is that like i realized as i was coming back from the bank having participated successfully in a bank run um like i gather a number of people and businesses did in the uk on that day on that afternoon although not enough to destabilize the bank so everything was fine in the end um that it didn't even cross my mind for one second that obviously when a bank uh, becomes insolvent one of the problems is actually it takes a long time to be able to access the um, deposit boxes and whatnot in the in the safe in the, in the vault, sorry, and that can be a real problem for people that need that stuff more 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 you know in a time sensitive way, and it didn't even occur to me for a second to collect any of the Cosmos ledgers that were in the bank, not for a fucking second. Well, a uh, forced shitcoin collection period. <laughs> I'm sure the I'm sure the bank manager is hugely impressed with your with your huge process here to transfer out forty eight dollars in fucking Juno commissions. Yeah, just like, yeah, I just so sure. much effort. Right? I'm sure, they're, I'm sure they're all like, "Ooh, <laughs> wow, that's amazing." Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> I can't. I, I can't. The, the, I can't, this is like the name of last week's episode. I can't even believe. So, so anyways, that was quite exciting. I participated in a bank run, um, which was wild. And and as I was and as I was coming back from there, not only was I like, oh, it's funny, I didn't even think of the ledgers. The second thing I thought was, if only that money had been stored on some kind of permissionless, decentralized system, so there's no way that the bank folding could possibly cause us any any trouble. Um, and I instantly leveled up uh, into Crypto Cito, whoever's the like bigger shill than we are. I just, I, it was like a Pokemon evolving. I evolved into Crypto Cito <laughs> and, and became 20% more of a shill. So I just have to say that like the UK banking system is pretty shit then because in that same scenario, I would not have to have had left my couch and I could have instantly transferred that money to another bank. Uh, I mean, it's worth saying that the only reason I had to physically go in was because A, it's a large transfer. And so, like, how, like you know, uh, 
up to a half, half like we my bank I can transfer a million dollars really over internet bank yeah normally most banks here is either five or ten thousand pounds they'll be like not sure about that and how does anyone do business there well if you 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 can arrange it in advance where you say we have to regularly do this and then you do some additional authorization and then you can do it so you know we as you know had a hilariously large aws bill once but our aws bill at that point especially for some of the apto stuff was already pretty large so um we obviously have multiple bank accounts as well um one of them is with a uh you know like a an online com- a challenger bank and we've already pre-arranged with them that yeah we're going to pay invoices that are over a certain amount and they just it just goes through um our primary bank however is a bricks and mortar bank and for opsec reasons i don't have any online banking i don't have any access to online banking don't have it on my phone you have to go into the bank and talk to a person who has to check your ID to do anything. So we have a thing over here called BPay, and it's just it's short for bill pay. And I think you can pay like twenty five or fifty grand or something in a single bill. But then, like just on the internet banking, we've got a process over here called OSCO, and that's like the back end that all the banks built themselves. They're like fucking. The old, the old bullshit's a little bit slow, and everyone's getting a little bit pissed about waiting a day for their funds to show up. It used to be a couple of days, and then they got it down to like a day, like it had to be an overnight, like bank journaling thing. And everyone's like, "Why? Like you have a database, they have a database, you know? Can't you just send it?" <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I think they just like collaborated for a few months. And they're like, "Oh, well, it's not so hard." And then they came up with this OSCO thing, which is like the settlement back back end. Yeah, that's probably that's, that's the, who the fuck knows. That's the same as here. <laughs> that's the same as here. Like, and then but so we payments yeah, are in like it's, one it's, to three seconds, maybe even for a very large sum of money. So then, um, yeah, and then the next thing was like, well, you know, for business accounts, obviously you can't get by on these like five or ten thousand dollar limits. So on our like on my personal account. I think I can just go into my app and temporarily increase it to like 50 grand or something like that if I needed to. But on the business account, like I can just increase it all the way up to like a million dollars for single transfers or daily limit is like a million dollars. That's kind of horrifying. Why? We don't like people aren't walking around here pulling out fucking toenails. Well, yeah, but like you just don't really want access to shuffle around that kind of money if you don't need it. Um, like we don't have, so I mean, it's somebody picks well, up the what phone at that number. Like here to do to do a, um, for example, to do a, uh, like term deposit, right? To get interest, um, a lot of times that's like a new bank. Well, all the time it's a new bank account, right? And then so you have to make a deposit to that new bank account of the amount that is the um, the uh, term deposit. And so the first time I is did it, one of like those, fixed, I had, is that like what a fixed term savings account? Yeah, fixed fixed term. Like you do for a kid, thing. where you say like you're going to get this in ten years' time when you're whatever a teenager. Well, it's it's more short term than that. So say okay. um, you, they have different interest rates for different terms, right? So say on a three months term, they might give you like I don't know three percent interest rate, and then like on a um, six months term, they might give you five percent interest rate or something like that, right? And so usually it's like 
risk-based over time depending on what's going on with the economy and whatever. Um, but you usually get like more of a return over a longer period of time uh, unless it's like into the tens of years and then usually it actually comes back down again because they don't know what's going to happen um, down there. So um, anyway, to like finalize the account, you need to put the money in there. And so I had to do this once by getting a cashier's check from the bank the first time I did it because I didn't have the facilities set up where I could send a decent amount of money. It was like $10,000 or something limit. And um, I'll tell you, that was a huge pain in the ass. Uh, firstly, I had to go to the bank, which I don't like doing uh, because there's people there. And so I don't want them looking at me. Also, I'm guessing the nearest but bank also, is about 400 miles away, and you know kangaroos <laughs> are moved an like hour drive. Yeah, as I say, it's like a it's like a 24 hour kangaroo hike, you know, with your with your convoy of ca- of camels and kangaroos, and you know, once you get to the other side, you're awfully thirsty. You stop for a beer. You forget why you even went to town. You get in a fight with some <laughs> alcoholic doctor. A couple of games of two up couple of games of two off and before you next know you're stuck in the other again <laughs> next thing you know it's tuesday the bank's closed so one of the problems i came across when i got to the bank is that no one knew what the fuck was going on at the bank they're like i what was there a bank deposit going like, on no just fucking no one knows the the branches are just full of dumb people now they like they're like you can do that on the internet like why are you here <laughs> they got a room with like a couple of people they don't have cash at the bank anymore you're not getting any money and yet they keep building and more, like, more fucking banks here you're exactly right but there's they they're, they're these branches and they, they got no one there and then i was like i want to talk to your your business bankers and they're like yeah we didn't we don't have those here <laughs> i'm like what what do you have they're selling mortgages they're like That's uh, what they're doing. we can you have to make an appointment to to see someone and i'm like i drove a nine hours see, like i see a couple of desks with people at them with no one else standing by them like surely i can talk to one of them they're like oh they're they're helping people on the internet <laughs> like fucking hell that sounds like me and so i had to that sounds like me trying I, to get hold of a gitlab account at, at new university where it's just like it's like oh yeah there's there's a bunch of gitlab servers in the uh in the comp side lab in the server farm on the roof and you're like ah oh, cool who can give you access? It's like, oh yeah, it's the IT guys. And then you go to their room and it's yeah, literally man. like the IT crowd. There's like four guys with their feet on the desk and you're like, uh, hey, who can I give my public key to 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 get access to the GitLab server um cluster? And it's like, ooh, that used to be that used to be Jeff, I think, but um, but Jeff left. So I think it's Brian now, but he's got COVID. So you should probably <laughs> just fill in the form. And then when he's back, he'll probably look at the form. Brian with a Y. Like, oh, sorry, we actually use four-digit PIN numbers here. Are you, I, you're, a bit, you're a bit like, I have an enterprise GitHub account. You know, I could just, or I could just install GitLab on a server. I could do it. Why am I doing this again? Not for the first time in this five-year period. Why am I doing this again has come up as a question. So anyway, the the... The process ended up being that they had to survey the people who were in the building to see if any of them knew how to do what I needed to do. And then I had to make an appointment several hours into the future and then return to the bank at a later date. And then they had this fucking machine that had to like print this check and have it signed by different people. And then they offered me security to walk to the other end of the fucking street 
to like give the cashier's check to another person. What other person? At the another bank for the oh um, for the transfer for the transfer. Yeah. yeah, they're like this. This this is as good as cash. And I'm yeah. like okay, it's cashier's check. And they're like, do you do you want us to send someone with you to the bank down the road to make the deposit? And I was like, <laughs> no, I'm like a I, fucking unit. Look at me. Like I'm, I'm bigger than all you. <laughs> I'm 24 percent body fat. <laughs> <laughs> so so um i was like i think they were threatening you now so. like you didn't i think what just blew over your head there was that they were saying they're saying you need somebody to go with you or one of us is going to give you a wedgie nerd and take your cashier's check wedgie in the public bathroom yeah. exactly. but i was like i don't think there's like people standing around here that are just gonna like am i gonna look different when i leave here with a cashier's check in your pocket like if i just fold this well, yeah, and put it because, in my pocket it's because they look <laughs> at you <laughs> and you're like and you're like swinging your arms and you've got like obviously like a tuxedo on gingerly and, swinging and, your arms yeah, down and the street and, you've got, it's, and you know they you got that pimp cane as well i mean there's a lot of clues that you're carrying ten thousand dollars in your pocket you know what i mean like I all of a sudden walk out with a crown <laughs> on my head yeah like just yeah, gingerly like, swinging my arms the I'm with the check the in bank. it just i'm holding the check <laughs> There's um so one of the other um, one of the other things I've noticed at the bank is one of the main reason people still go into the bank who 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 are going to the business desk are like uh, companies that do a lot of uh, business and cash like cash and carry wholesaler I guess like mechanics stuff like that and there was one of the other people when I was doing the bank run one of the other people who was sort of next to me who was talking to another person was just to your point was fucking coolly just dropping off 8,000 pounds in cash. Never, I've never seen that much physical money. I was like, I was like, how's that guy not got, you know? Um, but he, I guess he must've looked like you though. That's why they were worried that you would get mugged. Cause he had a tuxedo on and had a pimp's cane and he'd been swinging his <laughs> arms as he came in. So I was just like, that guy's carrying money. That guy's got the fucking wad. So when I was at uni, I used to have like a safe in my room that you know i kept my nice lighters and uh <laughs> and cash right so i don't know why i just liked to have cash because i went to the pub a lot and at that time in history you'd use cash at the pub and um well the 1940s so, <laughs> just just like in the 2010s you know um well the you know the late the late thousands but, or like the late so, 80s <laughs> So you'd go to, uh, you'd do like, um, it's like, what, so vacation work, I don't know if it's the same over there, but when you get off on your holidays, you go and work at places, right? And some of these places that I worked were like overseas and then you'd bring your money back in your suitcase because of, you know, the government. Um, wait, wait, wait. So, and some then, of these places I worked, they were overseas. And then you have to bring your money back in, in a suitcase. Were you working as a mercenary for the Wagner Group? <laughs> no. No, it's just, uh, you know, I don't, I can't remember exactly what the tax situation was, but it seemed easier to just bring it back as cash rather than pay tax or something like that. So, um, Anyway, so I'd end up, I'll be like, well, if I put this in the bank now, they're going to know about it. So I'll just, I'll leave that in my safe. And, uh, and then you were just. You very well prepared just, for the validator life. <laughs> you were, right? Exactly. <laughs> and then, and then I'll distribute that to the uh, pub over the course of the year <laughs> discreetly. 
every Thursday. So you're money laundering via the medium of drinking and asking for change. Yes. No, there was Sorry, no change. Was there was a change. <laughs> change when you go to the pub. Amazing. There was no, uh, yeah, I was, you know, you come home when you run out of money. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, that's the process. Yeah. You go there at midday and at the point at which you no longer have any money, you come home. I, I worked for like the year before I went to university and then uh, I still, I you could get debit cards at this point. And um, that was, I think, the principal problem I had in my first year. I, I was working as well while I was at university, and uh, at least for the first while. And uh, you, you just keep tap, you just keep putting in your card, and drinks keep coming. And it was re- <laughs> like that first semester. You just like you start doing the maths, and you're like, "How much have I spent on booze?" And you're like, "Oh shit!" So you're you're not far off. You should probably take. You should probably pay in cash when you go out drinking. Because that shit gets out of control so fast. I would not like to add up how much I have spent on. Oh yeah, don't do that. The devil's nectar. Don't even think about it. Over the years, yeah, I it's cheaper I than smoking. Though. It would be like considerable amount. Hey, cheaper than smoking. Yeah, did, did I tell you how much cigarettes cost here now? Mm. It's like for a pack pack of like thirty cigarettes, it's like fifty dollars. Oh shit! What? Yeah, it's like thirty-five US dollars or something like that. Holy shit! Expensive way to kill yourself. How much are bullets over there? <laughs> cheaper, far cheaper. <laughs> you can get like a pretty decent caliber bullet for two bucks. <laughs> they're, they're rated by caliber. The more expensive, the higher the caliber. <laughs> well, you know, the higher the caliber and grain count, yeah, the more the more output. They keep in a bowl register and shit. You just put your hand in. So, at the risk Grab of breaking the party, I'm very well aware we have actually like a bunch of news and stuff to get through. And yeah, let's talk most about importantly, it. we got the drill tweet of the week. Mm. Shorts did last week. So, usurper, I think that means it's you. I think it's I think it's Null's turn actually. Is it Null? Yeah. We we can go clockwise. No, I went I went the week before. He always picks a good one anyway. All he's right. got that okay. he's got that nope. sixth sense for uh say when. Yeah, go towards the back. When <laughs> the book is empty right like just again. just go back a page go back, <laughs> a page. Go back a page yeah 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 uh, <laughs> okay, bottom yeah. bottom on the left hand side bottom on the left hand side last one we're it's in the section marked wisdom <clears throat> unlike normal humans geniuses do not like bullshit <laughs> what? nice worth saying as well it was very specifically bullshit <laughs> oh, bullshit it was bullshit leaving one to wonder whether they meant the colloquialism bullshit or whether they meant physically the shit well it sound, if, it, if it was if it was two words it is the actual shit yeah. so are they are they insinuating that normies are quite fond of bullheads? the feces of a bull perhaps perhaps there's a lot to unpack there a lot of bullshit to unpack like there arguably <laughs> Um, bullshit one word though in that particular instance um, is, look Funky's just come in and he's already hanging shit on my cam thanks Funky different but better yeah I mean this looks very actually the, the it looks like very good quality at the moment I think you missed the bit where you walked away and it just tracked your ass <laughs> it walking off the roof it just tracked your ass hitting the refrigerator like, now he's in the fridge <laughs> beer baby <laughs> I'm actually well. Sorry, Funky. I, I mean, you were hanging shit on my other cam, and, and now that I've got my iPhone taped to the screen, I'm 
my monitor. It does look pretty Every, good. All of it's a sudden, nice, being, everything's good. It's got a nice bokeh going on. Yeah, the tone's nice too. It's like the yeah, you know, yeah. The other one look like as pasty, aggressive. Yeah, I noticed like my eyeballs look washed out on the other one. Um, not because of lack of sleep. It's a very odd complaint to have. I try not to look at your eyes. Yeah, I mean, if you go back and have a look, you see like my face is a normal color, and then my around my eye sockets are just like washed out white. I look like the fucking guy off uh, Star Wars, you know, you know, the the main guy that's not Darth Vader, Palpatine with the cape, Palpatine, yeah, the guy with the cape. That's that reminds all me. the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yoda, sorry, I mean the Yoda, the Emperor. Emperor. Uh, a, no, I don't look like Yoda. There's yet. a there's a bit in a British comedy where somebody's trying to convince somebody else to do something, and he goes and he says, "Oh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna, it's like that fucking it's like that fucking film you love, you know, where there's that guy and he's got a fucking carpet for a pal." And then they've got, there's like a wheelie bin or some shit. You know, the one where the guy fucked his sister is like, are you trying to describe Star Wars, Malcolm? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, whatever. I don't like wizards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, is that yeah, from, anyway. from Snitch? Snatch? No, it's, it's from, from no. the political comedy uh, in the thick of it. He's trying to convince somebody to... Uh, end the political career of somebody by leaking something. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Mm. It's oh, but, um, sorry. Just I just had a thought before we get like uh in the news too far into, into the podcast. The news. Into, the podcast. into the news, yeah. <laughs> um, did anyone watch Bad Boy Bubby? No, I started it and I <laughs> fell asleep. But it's on my list. Oh, how could you fall asleep? It's like oh god. It was the yellow Cadence of that sleep. show is. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't watch it, but I did watch Ren, uh, Ran, which is very good. What? Akira Kurosawa. I recommend it. What is it? Ran. R-A-N? Yeah. No. Oh. Is it very, about running to the bank? Uh, no, as luck would have it. Um, I did I did think, uh, you know what? Uh, I think I said this. I think I said this on the group chat after I ra- ran back. Uh, after I got ran back on the other direction to to get out of town because I was like I didn't want to miss my train. Um, <laughs> I think I, meant, I, 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 I caught uh, what's what's the line from the Beatles? Like made the bus in seconds flat. It was basically that. Um, Funky has said that uh, Bad Boy Bubby is a great movie. Just just pointing that out. There you go. Um, but I think I said on the group chat after participating in the bank run. Like that's the closest I'll get to Margin Call, <laughs> which is a good movie. It's a really great good movie. movie. I love that movie. I think we. I, I feel like because I feel like we were talking about that at some point. I think this might have mm-hmm. been why. I think it might have been my bank run uh, participation that inspired that one. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I would recommend uh, seeing Ran. It's a great film. Um, hadn't I seen a bunch of Kurosawa? I hadn't seen it before, but the 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 visual design is amazing. Um, it is like really interesting to look at a film where so much of the film is done with one dominant color in shot like really deliberately so no matter how complex it gets and there's a lot of extras at some points there's hundreds and hundreds of people on screen you can follow very clearly the action of what's happening and in fact you could probably follow most of what happens in it um without even seeing the words um it's in japanese obviously um because the the colors and the movement like the dynamics of how the people move it that kind of t- Oh, freaking! Oh, he's done again. 
It's like a third world country over there. <laughs> what the hell's going yeah. on? What the hell's going they on, figured man? figured out the internet by now. <laughs> fucking got to run to your <laughs> banks. You can't get a fucking cell phone signal. It's unbelievable. There he hey. is. He's back. Hey. <laughs> What's going He's on, Incredibly man? pixelated. Man, I had better internet out in the middle of the, the bush. <laughs> Seriously. How much there was? <sighs> yeah, I know. It's it's been a tough week. What can I tell you? It has been. Um, so I live in that squalor over there. I don't understand. Do you know what? It's it's really humbling uh, to go from <laughs> fucking one gigabit per second or whatever to whatever this is. Whatever that is, just not much. Seriously, it is trash. Yeah, <laughs> what it is, it's trash. Not very well. I mean, yeah, not very fast is what it is. 14 megabit per second ah i'm a pleb that's like rural pleb speed all right let's do some news let's get this podcast going let's do it no fucking fdic rules and running down the street and your damn 40 minutes on your on your camera open up the spreadsheet i can't find it this seems like a pretty (laughs) saucy week for news from what i'm seeing i can't wait you know we should just get rama on to talk about these because this is good enough that i think i need like a first-hand accounting he there were complaints last night from uh the fray i was i was reading the the groupie where there were complaints about the lack of news well i think it was empty at that point which yeah, was the result oh yeah it was yeah last night yeah yeah, yeah. last night your time it was more well, of an rama was saving the source for the last minute <laughs> it was more of an observation well, so. yeah I, I was just yeah Look, all I'm saying is I was worried that I was going to have to backfill news. And I was like, I don't really know that much that's happened uh, this week. Um, other than the Binance thing, which I did put in the form, which was kind of, I thought kind of interesting. Oh, yeah. We were going to talk about our uh, our, our amazing uh, Cosmoverse sponsorship as well. Oh, yeah. Um, do you want to talk about that first or? No, let's do. Let's let Null run his good news. Let's do it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say let's. Let's let Nella run his mouth for a bit longer. Good mouth. Uh, <clears throat> has anyone else actually read this yet? Yeah, I looked through. Maybe, yeah, but maybe maybe you would be more suited in the link, to kick in the link section. I've even added a couple of snarky comments. Did you? Yeah the the link column is, oh, is actually yeah. phrase snarky comments after reading the pieces. Oh, so this is your your uh, your. That's the. Uh, yeah, that's snarky contribution chat. That's sna- to snarky GPT breakdown. <laughs> how, do I, how do I make this yeah. even more cynical? <laughs> I mean, has anybody seen snark GPT? It's a great <laughs> fucking idea. Let that me tell you, snark GPT. <laughs> have you been on eBay that. recently? eBay uses Chat GPT now to to recommend you a description for your item, and now every item no. description, every item description is just garbage. <laughs> garbage level ai descriptions it'll be like this is the greatest blah 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 and you just Ugh. and they all look and sound the same tone of moron trying to sell you something and you just go like fuck i much preferred it when every seller listed a plus 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 fucking lack you know do you remember that when they capital l at at k and they were like lack new what is, whatever what does that mean yeah what's that supposed to mean it was like eBay speak for look. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the at symbols. Like yeah, proper, yeah, yeah. We're talking proper old school eBay, like 2005, 2006. Somebody would be like, oh my God, I'm right, selling something that. brand new for like 40 pounds off and it's definitely not stolen. Lack. 
Yeah. <laughs> I always pronounce it in my head as luck. I never with did. Little, but... With little jazz hands. <laughs> I, I got the gist of that. Yeah. All right. Anyway. I'll do. I'll do the. I'll do the. Go, go sir. I'll do one. Kick us off. Uh, this is in. I'll do one. I'll do one. This is in. This is in uh, rumor snarky tone. But Jack Zamplin is proud dad after seeing his son Cryptocito following his in his footsteps again by being appointed as an advisor for composable finance. Many questions in which way Cryptocito will provide advice given his history as a YouTuber with no business experience. <laughs> but we have high hopes for composable now that they have the A team on board. It's like five layers of snark in that one. But yeah, I feel like it's not entirely fair though. Like. Presumably, running that conference is some kind of business, right? Also, to to be fair, you're actually being rude to me because, as we described earlier, I actually evolved into Cryptocito. It's my Pokemon evolution tree. I am Cryptocito, and I will next become Charizard. Are you saying I can trap you in a ball? (laughs) 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 And put you in my cupboard. In my cupboard. (laughs) He's frozen. (laughs) No, it's just eight megabit one megabit yeah so i i mean this is uh, i don't know whatever there's a long there's a long history of of celebrity people getting associated to projects when they have no knowledge or understanding of the products that are being associated to so i think this is entering into the crypto space now makes sense it seems no i'm good (laughs) (laughs) please shortly i think you have something to add Known for in, composable says known for an in-depth research and insights in the cosmos ecosystem. Uh, his content, he's a content creator and a thought leader that shares his findings on Twitter and YouTube. Okay, yeah, I mean it's a bit chilling, but okay, whatever. I, think, I mean this is going to change the whole composable viewpoint. I think right. I love one of one of the comments in here. Do you realize that if you fail to propagate the bright image of composable, the consequences for your own reputation might be devastating. The legacy of Composable being an alleged scammer team is too much to handle. That's from Wagar. Dude, Wagar, nobody gives a shit. <laughs> like, nobody gives a shit about either side of this conversation. As long as they've had the correct <laughs> no, amount of money. Dude, nobody gives a shit. So, no, I, so I what, think you're good. What has um, Composable Finance achieved to date as a network? Um, I think there have been some shitty upgrades. That's a pretty good achievement. And so what, like what- Maybe Cryptocito uh, wrote them because he's a thought leader. <laughs> at, at what, like, I'm just, you know, I'm just thinking out loud, like at, at what, what benefit is there to them to have um, an advisor? Ah, Shortsy, I've got it right. I've got a question for you, Shortsy. Would you rather have, as a dev for your blockchain, would you rather have Cryptocito or Jacob G? Ooh, that's an easy one. I'm not going to answer though, uh, but I will answer Noel's question. I think they want Cito one because they want to become a uh, a subchain for um, from Adam, and they wanted like a big buyout for it, right? So if they get Cito on board, then maybe he can try and like bump elbows to to steer the conversation in the way they want it to to go. That's my guess. So, so in your opinion and words, they're after a cheerleader. Yeah. Well, yeah, you want a marketing person. You want somebody to be able to espouse the benefits of something that's not coming from your own team, right? Is that your thing or is that shilling? That is... It's really important that we clarify for the... I think that's yapping. 
because they're trying to get bought out, which means yeah. they're trying to go up, which means they're yapping. Right, but they're doing that's... it via a platform that's primarily broadcast down, which is shilling. Well, no, I think I think that's a efficient. That would be crypto CEO yapping to Adam, right? That's what you. That's your point, right, Chelsea? Yeah, he's he's yapping up. Yeah, he's yeah. yapping yeah. up, chill down. Yeah, they're not chilling down. Yeah. So he's, not, so he's not going to be making a bunch of videos about how great composable are to his maybe massive fan base. Well, he might, but and whilst and whilst to you, Doctor Frey, that might seem like a shill. That's it right. is actually a yawp. That's right, to Adam. That is right. That is exactly right. That is a that's a yeah. well, that's like a secret yawp. That's a secret yawp. Yeah, it's the like semantic a, distinction a, is yeah. is really something here. I think I might have to write. I think I might have to do uh-huh. some research and then write a paper on this because that is. It's the a, uh, it's one of those, it's a Russian doll. That, <laughs> the Russian doll is, of yours. That is a yop. <laughs> that is a yop masquerading as a shill. That's exactly what that is. I know no, it's a shill masquerading. As no, it's sure that the word yop. No, yeah, yeah, yeah yop masquerading as a shill. Some yop masquerading as a shill. It's fucking genius. <laughs> Maybe they're playing fucking three D chess over here. It's, yeah. it's nice that the it's nice that the Cosmos ecosystem is actually going to follow the actual Cosmos, which is that. At first, it's small, and then it expands, and then suddenly it contracts because everybody, everybody's getting <laughs> fucking bought, right? I'll so we're going to go from millions of chains back down to two that, hey, these are the only ones that have any TBL, so they're- Well, no, it'll still be millions of chains. They'll just all be using the same fucking security. <laughs> they're all ICF, right? Exactly. Yeah, they're all minting empty block after empty block. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that sounds like Adam, a sounds like a good solution. Adam Validate is living in cardboard boxes. Yeah, because exactly. they're fucking all well, their money's going to server bills. Holy shit! That's exactly right. Fucking hell. So, what kind of epic return will uh, will the um, composable finance uh, investment be making to the Adam holders? Do you think? Uh, so they actually have a proposal for this. And they want to be bought out. Oh, I can't remember the exact numbers. I want to say I want to say like four hundred to six hundred thousand dollars. That's how much they item would have to buy composable for. And then they put out a bunch of math on like how much the bridge would bring in. They, it would be fees based on bridge utilization, which of course it's not really used right now, right? And so it's all theoretical fees. Um, which is teams really loving the buyout lately, eh? Seems to be the new. It's because they want to get the new the mm-hmm. out. They want to get the mm-hmm. fuck out of this ecosystem. That's the that's <laughs> the exit. Cash out immediately. That's an exit. That's an exit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's an exit that didn't know that maybe didn't know exist, and then look at oh, then strike comes in or something else comes in. Oh shit! Is this an exit? <laughs> Seems like a relatively modest buyout. It what was it for half a mil? SG one could have probably done that in fucking trade losses. <laughs> Uh, that's just slippage baby <laughs> <laughs> that's just a bit of slippage for us don't you worry buddy i'll do one more then it's on you okay why does it have, why can't it be on the doctor your Freddy? name is closest to the word news that's it that's the only reason it's just the <laughs> fucking end that's it no it's not he wanted to he said listen if we do news the only thing i ask is i'm the one that does the news I envision the news to be different though. Like I, I imagined that a set would pop up. There'd be some well-endowed lady standing near me that I could banter with. What? Um, <laughs> none of that shit happened. That's like I uh, just get shade when I do the news. <laughs> you don't get shade. You, it's only you giving yourself shade when you do the news. That's it. So I feel shady. Uh, yeah, Does that help? Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> as an aside on that last one, 
Jack's a proud dad. Why is Jack a proud dad? And and I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know the relationship between those. His two, son Cito. Maybe. Uh, well, anyway, I think yeah. it was a. I think it was a general yawp comment. Uh, I think it's because Jack got shit on a bunch for over the last couple of weeks because he was an investor in Composable. And so Cito jumping on is kind of just following that path of joining Composable regardless of intent. Uh, okay, fair enough. Because okay. there was Sorry, drama I'll... the previous week, wasn't there, with the whole Chango thing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like a back reference. Exactly. Which I'll bust one out. The the I'll bust the, one out. The, the what's it called? The, the, uh, the that, come on, let's move on. Yeah, know, have, you, have you seen the Chango drama thing? Because that was that was a news point from previous. Yeah, did I don't know watch, why I don't know why we skipped it because it was like the spiciest thing. Did you watch the Did you watch the clip? I, like I the started. Down? I started and I lost interest, like everything else. <laughs> I watched the whole thing. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. It was. I mean, a lot of it is basically look. You have this person that is very very central to the ecosystem. Maybe that's a problem. That would be my non-spice emotion taken out of it. Summary, a fair point. Mm-hmm. The the actual sort of twelve to fifteen minute takedown video was a bit gratuitous, but I, I think that the underlying question it was that was, long. Yeah, it was long. Yeah, I think it lasted like four <laughs> minutes or something. The, the under the underlying point, which is that maybe not, maybe this ecosystem isn't in any way decentralized. If you're so reliant on one person, is a fair question to ask and it's a necessary question to ask i think all of the rest of it was basically window dressing and a little bit vendettery um there's also like you kind of throw your argument out the window if you're like strange lover relied upon too much to do blah 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 blah. they're the primary they're the primary maintainers of ibc they're relied upon because they're one of the only teams that understand ibc and can do meaningful work to it honestly that's not that's not their fault and that you know that is like okay fine if you think that's a problem Find some money, yeah, pay a start. bunch of other devs, and, and do they it can also work on IBC. There, I think there's there's plenty of white space, right? Like for capable teams like that, I think there's there's tons of white space to be able to be able to do that if somebody can actually produce that yeah. team. And they have a pretty long. Don't get me wrong. There's a it's a pretty long lead, right? In terms of projects they've built and the tools that they have, and their tie into the ecosystem. Obviously, that's a that's yeah. a tough thing to chip away at. But there's still white space. I think you could still. You could, if you wanted to compete, if you wanted to build Strange Love Two, I think you could do that, right? And I think you could I think the more interesting question really is like, why is there not a second Strange Love? And like, number one there's no, is like, there's no money. The, there's no money in the ecosystem, right? Obviously, is there but not? Is it informal like a second Strange Love? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, they, would be the, they would be the closest, right? Wouldn't they? Well, so this is actually, I guess, relevant to the follow up thing, which is that I think like perhaps the the way that the SDK itself. I fucking what a horrible time to seriously <laughs> i mean on my screen is just like seven pixels yeah <laughs> yeah yeah the defined name dr frey is like perfectly yeah. it like juxtaposes it like a yeah it's horrible yeah maybe, maybe he comes back he, so, he could turn off like video. maybe we can move on to another topic because this one's going on for 20 minutes all right do you want to do you want to take on this next one yeah i'll do the reddit one so okay <clears throat> Reddit Reddit phases out block blockchain community points announcing on Reddit due to regulation uncertainty they're ending the program immediately they rug their token moon 90% to flat zero yeah I feel like that's 100% but you know I take your meaning um, <laughs> so I thought that that was um, built by the community I didn't think that was actually built by Reddit 
Well, presumably it was uh, integrated into the Reddit platform. That's a good question. As they I, don't, are, I don't know where that actually, if that was community built or, but either way, I think it was, it wasn't integrated, right? It says it was first launched in 2020. Yeah. I can see if that is so, who actually built that. I mean, this isn't, at the moment, it's becoming more and more and more evident about how scared teams are of the US regulation. Yeah. Because they isn't a clear one and it seems like people are afraid of retrospectively being um you know prosecuted for or or gone after for things they don't know now and so you know a lot of the new projects uh that are operating um are geo-blocking you know the us and other countries yeah um and yeah, just generally shutting down because of regulation uncertainty. It's it's kind of stifling. I, I'm, is that their plan? I don't know. Uh, but that's what's happening. And it seems like, well, Reddit's a big company. They don't want to be caught up in that shit. So easiest just to put a lid on it, right? Yeah, it's easier to burn. And it seems it. like it's just a rewards points thing anyway, right? I Not thought it really. was like a, wasn't it? I, I don't, I haven't used Reddit in a while, but I, I thought it was but, somehow related to if you, if you were upvoted or other types of things, basically turn into community points, right? And then at some point you could, the idea was that you can monetize those in some sort of way. So the more you contributed, the more you got upvoted or other types of things, you like no different than anything else. Okay. So uh, I was thinking of moons. Moons are a community built thing on the cryptocurrency subreddit. The community points thing is actually Reddit built. Okay. And it has a lot of weird requirements like, okay, so here's here's kind of the requirements. Redditors who earn at least 10 gold within a 30-day period are eligible for a monthly withdrawal. Reddit users who have over 5,000 karma total upvotes can earn $1 per gold. So I can see why that wouldn't be considered scalable because some people get like tens of thousands of karma. And so then it would be... Yeah, it turns into some dollars. Yeah. So Plus I can, Look, may, yeah. maybe this Gaspies isn't like... Non-trivial as well to shuffle. It is basically like as soon as they start, well, speed plus as soon as they start trying to use it for payments, it doesn't work, right? Well, so it uses Arbitrum. It's sitting on Arbitrum. It used yeah. to use Ethereum, right. um, so gas wouldn't be quite as big of an issue. Yeah, but again, in, in my opinion, as far as closing it down goes, is that if they like close it down responsibly and you know honor any obligations they have don't really see it being a big problem i don't think anybody in the world cares yeah i don't think anybody in the world cares either um the one thing i'll say is that i i can see where there might be merit in having like points on a blockchain like sephora points or whatever but just the tax implications of it i think are just too much the fact that reddit even tried it out is kind of astonishing to me because everyone having taxable events just because they got upvoted like yeah app no absolutely right. not no so now now they'll do they'll, they'll seems almost I, better to just have a database right with points in it and then give people money i think you would just have to instead say like their utility tokens or something you know go back to the you know seaside arcade model where you get tickets when you enter and you can throw the basketball into that hoop and try and win the bear and then when you leave you hand back in the tickets and you get a couple of dollars back right um to yeah, it, argue for that maybe and even in the article at the end like basically talk about we were able to skill we're able to skill several products that accomplish what community points was trying to accomplish such as subreddit karma and gifts so instead of giving away things that actually have monetary value that require some sort of taxable event i can give away useless fucking 
gifts and you know like stupid badges and shit that have no monetary value at all but have some sort of emotional value right which means you're not really they have you can't be traded they can't be sold can't do whatever so therefore you know they're just gets you, you kind of get the same idea without actually having the the monetary piece out of it well so. I, this kind of follows in suit with i mean so i keep still hearing that blockchain gaming is the future and like that i've heard so many times that blockchain gaming is going to be what brings the bull run back and uh-huh. i just don't see it like blockchain gaming is this is points brought to, up to the nth degree right like yes. you go and get a green sword but that green sword happens to be one cent you're supposed to pay taxes on that no absolutely not yeah. like as interested as i am in the idea of blockchain gaming just the risk of that absolutely not yeah, I think there's a there's a lot of that too because you could even in some of those types of things we're talking to somebody that that um, like you could just walk around you're not even earning anything but you just walk around picking things up right and those things actually have monetary value to them and are you are you responsible for the, since they have value are you responsible for those or only at the point of sale or at the time that you pick it up or you know like all those types of things right so um, they do end up having value there is a market for them but but again like you can buy that shit on steam but at yeah. that point that's that's i mean that is still a you could still buy and sell on steam right so i assume that there is well, it's like the eve problem isn't it we talked about it on a previous podcast where the eve online really right. aggressively tried to avoid that situation because they were like we've genuinely created an economy and we're a little bit concerned that our video game will get shut down if our actual functionally working simulation of an economy starts generating real world value in a, in a way that makes a regulator interested, um, which is interesting because their economy is in some ways more successful than almost any of the crypto economies that have been built. But Hey, you know, what are you going to do? It's almost like you need to build a thing that users want to use first and then an economic case will, and system will come out of that. Um, I think we were all fooled by that one baseball movie, Field of Dreams. That catchphrase, if you build it, they will come. Man, an entire generation led astray. I I was going to such a different place. I was like, that one baseball movie. And I was like, I was like, Moneyball? <laughs> I was thinking Moneyball too. Do you mean it's better to have one in the head than three in the chest to bleed out? I was like, I'm not sure that's relevant here, Shulsi. But you're thinking that's of something funny. else. Well, I don't think um, there's a non-zero chance you might survive if you get three in the chest. I think one in the head is like kind of a death cross. You anyway. won't pay too much attention to the the moral of that story. <laughs> it's not quite that. <laughs> right. It's like quite the. Brad All right, Hitt what's next? Explained it, Jonah Hill. Uh, I think I think Schultz is uh, best uh, suited to take this one. Ooh, the, the bold one? The only one I haven't read? Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read the, the middle ones, man. I just, my ADHD goes, not nah, past that. <laughs> read Gotta read the first and the last ones. That's funny. Only. That's right. <laughs> if there was only like one row between each one, I could focus better. But there's not, so I can't focus. All right. In an effort to recover some reputation within the community after the merge debacle, the Stride team implemented substantial changes to their chain, introducing invariance checks on the ST Atom and ST Osmo rewards, which caused both assets to halt minting of ST assets due to volatility in rewards, which is to say mass unbondings of the base assets. Um, this caused the Stride chain to require upgrades slash forks, as well as on-chain proposals to receive the two IBC clients between the chains for ST assets. Wow. Okay. So it sounds like, well, oh, I, 
I kind of assumed that you would already be all over it is why I was like, this one's probably a shield thing. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, so I was totally loosely following, but I didn't get the context. I didn't realize that this was like a, a mitigation. It seemed, there has been a, uh, several stride upgrades lately, and I wasn't really clear mm-hmm. as to what was going on, but this makes a lot of sense. Like I, I, I thought I read somewhere that they had halted, um, but that's a lot of context that I kind of needed. Though I'm not entirely sure I understood. This is why we need just as as Shortsy struggles through this, and, I'm, and I I I, I'm I, read, I read the tweet and the stuff, and I was like, oh yeah, that kind of did happen. I'm not sure I technically know enough to really say something useful. <laughs> and I was thinking, God, it'd be easier if Robert just came on and said this, said wouldn't this. it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just drama hitting us with walls of text lately. This is too deep, Gen for me. This is we need like short, easily digestible news. It's it's, (laughs) we've got we got some yeah. Does every news item have to be like nine layers of crypto horse shit (laughs) to figure out what the hell's going on? Maybe we should have all the news be posted on some platform that's like a maximum of 160 characters. (laughs) (laughs) That would be. Sensational. I mean, I think these are probably not far off 160 characters. There would be there. uproar, and we would have to increase it to 250 characters, and then just unlimited characters truncated. <laughs> That's how it goes. Um, so, all right, I got the last two. Since you guys are struggling with these two, <laughs> all right. Second to last, I just opened up Twitter for that. And now I've seen the uh, Telstra uh, live earnings call. Uh, why? Very distracting. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, now I'm just interested. Are they making money? Are they not making money? <laughs> For what? I'm Who? I'm guessing know. they're making money. Are they making enough money is the question. Developers rejoice wow. as plebs. Jeez, tough language on the Gaming Notes podcast. As plebs fail to understand how to get around some of the toughest geo-blocking no demand, meaning only that 33% of all the TIA airdrop was claimed at Celestria. This means that likely everyone who did claim will potentially get three times their airdrop as developers receive substantially more than the plebs. We're holding another conference to celebrate. So long story short is Celestia airdrop only, I think, what was it? Was it two weeks it was open or something like that? It um, wasn't long for sure. Yeah, it was a couple of weeks. Like usually it might be upwards of, well, we've had one for like five or six months, right? Um, where they, they still allow that. Um, but it looks like only about a third was actually claimed. We were blocked because of the US. And honestly, I didn't even bother. <laughs> I know I know we had some in there. I didn't even bother. Like that's how much I why did you? I didn't. I didn't look. I just. Uh, I'm not a developer, so I assumed I did not have any. I, I thought it was more than a developer, though. It was, it was developers, stakers, and relayers were really yeah. free. Yeah. Um, stakers of what though? Adam Osmo. or Osmo? Osmo is the one I was talking about. Yeah. Nothing for me. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't very <laughs> like the, the translation wasn't very much either. Um, overall, my Cosmo or Osmo, Adam and Osmosis, which uh, is like 2000 Adam. You can see that from my validator. Um, I got like 100 TIA and even more Osmo. So yeah, probably wasn't worth it. Um, for relaying, we did 100. Yeah. For relaying, we did get quite what, a bit. What's that worth? They think it's going to be $1 each. So 100 bucks. Yeah. There you go. Free night out. So Usurper was right to stay on the couch. Uh, I mean, again, 33% or I don't run down the street. So I, I, it, I, it wasn't that. It was just like, I, I don't know. I kind of. I figured I actually had more time and then I kind of lost interest in the whole thing. Uh, last news item <laughs> is uh, Qu- sounds like a lot. Yeah. Quasar vaults are they really <laughs> dynamic with the reason? So at Quasar, 
uh, Quasar.fi. Uh, the recent the recent Osmo price action, which is really a name for uh, drop. Uh, blockchain sleuth and extraordinaire Rarma. Holy shit! Look at this fucking self-grandizing in here. He is just giving himself a hand job. Extraordinary. Anyway, big douche Rama. Notice that Quasar's Osmo slash USDC A plus vaults, which are meant to be dynamic, had fallen out of range, meaning that around the $235,000 volt was 100% Osmo and zero USDC. Once notified by a friendly reminder, Quasar vaults rebalanced, selling 35% of the Osmo balance to USDC in two swaps, tanking the price. The dynamic vaults are back in range. The new lower bound on the vault is Osmo at 22 cents, which is not too far off. We're at still at 23 and a half. Uh, so there we go. I just actually took a, I took a look at the vaults based on this as well um, to see kind of where they are. And yeah, there's like a, and also there's like, a, I think, it, I don't know if it was USDC, if it was the USDC A plus vault or one of the M vaults, but the, the spike and the pullback and the actual number value value in those vaults is like pretty dramatic. Um, so I'm not sure what's exactly going on with that. But there you go. So I guess there's a there's a minimum range on there, and and it fell out of that range. And you have a you have a vault that has uh you know no USDC in it, and in something that's supposed to be sixty five thirty five, I think is what it was supposed to be. Uh, it seems pretty interesting to me that that happened because my understanding was that so was that Quasar is, is totally automated, right? Like that's kind of its claim to fame. I um, yes, agreed. And, and Quasar, I've always been like a, a pretty big fan of because. Yep. The way that osmosis payouts work on an epoch basis for for U.S. residents, like that, that's a taxable event every day, right? For maybe not a lot of money. However, if you use the vaults, then it kind of like just rolls it all in, and then once you pull it out, you actually get it, right? right. I've always been a big proponent of that, and seeing that there was, in my mind, such a big um, discrepancy in expected behavior versus actual behavior. That the phrase you're looking for is "fuck up." Fuck up. Thank you. I was, I was trying to be British a bit there. And so you called me out on it. <laughs> this is crypto. This is why British people love crypto. It's the one place we don't have to do the normal social social glue stuff because it's all bullshit. You don't have to be polite. It's, gar- it's garbage. People are DJs. They're happy if you call them a DJ. It's great. Everything's yeah. on fire. This is fine. Anyway. Yeah. So I don't know. That, that's a red flag for me. And it makes me really curious. How far has Osmo fallen in the last two months? It must be it's a significant pretty owned lately. It's fucking brutal. It's like even like it's I- interesting because yeah, I mean like Osmo is meant to be the flagship of AMMs in the in the cosmos, but I, I think it feels like it's starting to like wane a little bit. I mean, IMO. It is. Well, also, also like, you know, what what's the primary use case for Osmo is getting liquidity into the Cosmos ecosystem to take it where? Yeah, there's got to be projects there to be able to do it, right? Yeah. There are no fucking projects in the Cosmos at the moment. So yeah. Stargaze and and Stargaze is so cheap, you only need to bring in like 50 bucks. I guess it's... And I you guess can it's play down, the but... forever. You can complete Time Crisis 2 as many times as you want, 50 bucks on Stargaze. Yeah, the price has been cut in half since I guess since July, maybe August. I think most of the bigger projects in the cosmos try to um, direct traffic to centralized exchanges anyway, which is kind of where the users are. So, well, yeah. I mean, a lot of people like to shit on it, but a lot of chains spinning up and then taking advantage of Osmosis's um, rewards that benefited Osmosis's price as well because they still got that pairing, right? So, like, mm-hmm. chains would spin up. 
they would go for rewards, it would be, have a huge APR, and then the team would cash out. Happened time and time again. Osmo benefited from that, yeah. with, without a doubt. And now that there aren't chains constantly doing that, now that you know the chains that have been have done that have been called out, that means there's no longer that circular dependency of price going up. I mean, it's yeah. not just about the lack of liquidity, which is a huge issue, but yeah, yeah now that, it's now it's now it's like pools and superfluid and stride and like it's it's, zoom, it's just it's, zoom it's, zoom it's all a circle stake at the yeah it's just shuffling yeah. right you, then it's, you're it's all more shuffling like the only right. time the last time that osmo had real like upward momentum was app chain winter which is when every cosmos chain had upward momentum and crucially there are a bunch of new cosmos chains launching all the time and it's like that it's just pure inertia as it turns out mm -hmm. um because as soon as you like, as soon as it sort of hit the top, it will just, you know, it gets to the other side of the of the coin, isn't it? Basically, just where we've been for for some time now. Yeah, there's yeah, and and these pools actually. I mean, I'm looking at the Quasar pools. Look, like, I know these the the new dynamic ones are probably what like that hasn't been that long. It's maybe been a month, um, something like that. I can't even tell you how long ago those those launched because we I still have stuff in the Osmo Pro pool when I pulled stuff out of just staking, and. uh and I mean, they're still like, even from a market, from a deposit perspective, the, some of these dynamic pools are pretty low. Like they're three, $350,000 in terms of cap. And they're still 45, 50, 60% hitting those caps. Um, largest one being the noble USDC USDT pool, which is right now at 1.6 million um, at 16% for, for stable coins. I, that, I've heard that story before, right? <laughs> Somehow making 16% of stable coins. What was that? Yeah, right. Yeah. It's a bit worrying. I should uh I should get that paper back that remember that that co that conference I went to and then I saw that paper and it was just like here's how you can track what happens to stable coins and whether they're gonna, you know, go to zero. And it's like, oh, imagine my surprise. Yeah. But yeah, in this case, probably not, I guess, because it's USDC, but yeah. Anyway, that's what's up with, anyway. with that. So that so I guess the I guess back to this vault, the idea that this was supposed to drop this far did not fit into the computer programmer, which was resolved by dumping the price and selling 35% of the Osmo balance. So I'd get the USDC amount back up. So normal everyday behavior. <laughs> it's just, 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 just win after win, baby. It was racking them up. This is just, this is just how it works. So <laughs> I think that's a pretty good segue, to be fair, into the, um, the 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 other thing follow up we had which was asked about in the comment section yes uh yesterday god i'm tired last week um which was usurpers hot takes or right i should say rhino it was i think a rhino twitter account and i'm not sure we can With be certain it was usurper um over the whole so the background to this is that larry friend of the show um from mars uh, cwsdk whatnot did this thread about eth and what was it um, oh oh that fucking cow was, uh, yeah 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 it was like it was, it was like a DeFi thing basically it was about get it was about how simple it was to get your eth into this DeFi protocol like from off the top of my head right and i i read that and i honestly wasn't sure whether this was very dry humor from larry and he was taking the piss and it was kind of like a performative joke about how complicated DeFi is 
and how much it makes kind of no sense. I, I kind of genuinely read that and thought, oh, is this Larry making a joke? And then Usurper had replied to this thread, taking it as face value, which I think I think you're right. I think he was actually genuinely trying to explain. Oh, he was definitely trying. Oh, he was definitely right. trying. Well, he, yeah. he, I mean, he he took the time to make a diagram with like 75 boxes and 300 lines on it, right? So Right, but that's what I would be doing if I was making a joke. <laughs> so it's i don't know yeah but they actually had like real labels on it it wasn't like there wasn't like a picture of a donkey and shit on there like it was like a real so all right all right okay fair enough there was a real it was a real diagram though um and it was like i don't even know how you got this in a tweet he must like oh maybe this is like a special thing because it's like it's like two thousand words in here in this fucking twitter so yeah but he he was basically i think he was walking through you might have heard how the the STETH farm on Neutron, but how exactly do you get in to understand this? We didn't establish a theoretical background of how STETH works on Neutron, and then it keeps going on and on and on. It was this giant diagram of like all this shit to get into this STETH thing. Um, and, he, and he had like six URLs. Here, here's the tools you need to do it. Thanks for tuning into my lecture. <laughs> and, the, and the irony is he only needed one image to explain <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> So my, my only comment was like, people say DeFi won't overtake TradFi, right? Because it's so fucking easy um, to get into these circle stake type of situations. And, uh, and yeah, anyway, like, and I think people, like the, the responses and they were like, Hey, thanks. And, and some were like, you know, like, at least Aiden from stride was like, my God, this is complex and things like that. But, but, uh, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's just, it was like a, it was like a, like if you looked up circle stake in the, in the fucking dictionary, this would be the definition, this tweet. Yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah 100%. But that's that's why I kind of thought it might be a joke, but I realized, you know, it belatedly that, that it was it was not of course it's crypto, so it's it's completely po face serious. Of course it is. Um but hey, <laughs> um so the other interesting yeah. thing so we we talked about in the podcast a few a couple would have been nearly a month ago actually about the fact that the regulation for advertising of crypto assets is changing in the UK and you now have to register uh with the regulator the FCA which would you know be bad if crypto cito is based in the UK bad for him anyway it cost him a few bob um and what's happened is that Binance uh, and a number of other um, exchanges, they basically thought they could get around this by essentially nominating a completely legitimate sounding business. Fuck, I, haven't, I didn't write it down. It was called, let me see if I can find the name of the company. It was called literally like, we are great guys limited. Not a blockchain.com. Yeah, it was like a third. Not a <laughs> it was it was literally like a third party that they could nominate as their um, essentially their outsourced marketing agency, and be like, hmm? "What marketing to people? Oh no, 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 no! We don't market to people. That's our third party." Um, uh, okay, right. The okay, totally, so totally transfied that. I've got it. I've got limited. it. We engaged a firm authorized by the Financial Conduct Authority, FCA. We engaged FCA authorized f- firm, RebuildingSociety.com Limited, <laughs> also hereafter known as REBS, in all caps, well, that's awesome. why, to review and approve our UK financial promotions in compliance with the new rules. Um, however, as, unfortunately, this didn't work. Um, I'm, I'm literally reading the email that Binance sent to every UK user. Um, on 
10th of October, the FCA imposed additional legally binding requirements on REBS, which meant that REBS was no longer able to approve financial promotions and with effect from 5 p.m. on the 11th of October 2023, REBS had to withdraw any existing approvals of financial promotions on behalf of any crypto asset business, including Binance. Binance is currently looking for a new FCA authorized approver. So that's all a bunch of stuff where they basically tried to get somebody to just do their laundering for them. And the FCA tapped them on the shoulder and went, no, as of tomorrow, you can no longer do that because we're not fucking five lads, (laughs) Um, which I'm kind of cheered by because I think that's really funny. Like they they thought that they, Binance, who are massive, like somebody wouldn't Google what they're up to or be on their mailing list and be like, like somebody at the FCA wouldn't be on their mailing list and be like, lads, they're trying to do something really stupid to get around this rule. But the thing that I don't understand, right, is that from my understanding, from talking to a lawyer, I'm not a lawyer, but I've talked to a lawyer about this. If you're caught in the regulation, you fill in the paperwork, you hand over 10,000 pounds, Mm-hmm. right and, and that's not nothing to a business like one of ours that's fucking really bad to binance that's chicken feed yeah, right sure. and yeah. then once they've done that i think it's a five-year th- approval and then they have to re-register each year and pay some fee i don't know what the fee is even if the fee were ten thousand pounds binance can afford it they make more than that of uk users ah uh, but so why the fuck do they care why don't they just pay the fee and then it's boys will be boys Maybe they're not as solvent as they're letting on. I mean, SPF was making a big humdinger about how good they are and how they're going to take down Binance. And then suddenly they were being stormed. 10 grand, Schultzy. I know. 10 grand, blah, blah, blah. But how many people is maybe, maybe, maybe they're just like resting on their principles. They're like, no, fuck you. No, we're we going to try everything else. Being able to shill shit coins to underinformed investors. They're probably worried about like larger. Like if you fuck with the rules and you like actually, if you're bold around that, then maybe maybe they maybe they get worried I, about some larger restrictions coming in. I think it must be because once you if you if you accept the regulation and then you go okay cool, we're going to abide by the rules. If you're a business like one of ours, you'd just be like, well, all, all we want to do is run servers, right? At the end of the day, we're just nerds, whatever. But if you're Binance they're continually going to be <laughs> kind of fucking around with that gray line, right? Yeah. And I guess they must be worried that they're going to end up paying 10 grand and then getting into trouble later anyway. But right. it, is, it is bizarre to me that like the way a lot of this stuff works at the end of the day is as long as you, as long as you like, you know, make a show of actually like doing the thing, that's how you get leeway. That's how you actually play the game. I, I mean, I get that. Like who gives a shit about Britain? I do get that. Like it's a fucking tiny island in the Atlantic Ocean, and Binance is a is a is an offshore entity. So there's a very big reason for them to just say go fuck yourselves, just right there. Even if it was, even if it was the whole of Europe, they could go go fuck yourselves. But by the same point, you know, at some point they're going to have to accept some kind of regulation from somewhere, probably. So why not mm-hmm. like experiment with it while the stakes are low, while it's very early doors, while they can influence the regulation, while it's cheap. Presumably, the whole fucking song and dance cost them more than ten grand anyway. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, like yeah. I mean, just, I mean, they must have some sort of reason for it. Um, yeah, I don't know, but um, I, I mean, may, maybe. I, that, so the only thing I can think is that uh, the lawyer I spoke to obviously 
like you know i asked about what hypothetical costs are for a small business and they gave me an idea there was some talk about how it could in future be a percentage i think of income earned in that area in this territory and that could be a reason why they are like go fuck yourself because if it was one percent of their earnings in the uk then that would be a lot of money that wouldn't just be ten thousand pounds right so i don't know maybe that's because that kind of shit wouldn't you know is i you know i'd already tuned out by that point but maybe there's some additional clause that i've missed in the in the regulation that registration fee that adds up to a lot of money i don't know well, maybe it's just like that they don't want to, you know, if they bend over now, then tomorrow they're just going to come up with another thing and bend over again, bend over again. Yeah, but nobody nobody really wants to do That's like That's just like paranoid fantasy. People, like, look at the City of London. The City of London literally money launders in plain sight for massive organized crime. Like, if you just if you just do the bare minimum, people just forget about you. That's the reality of the real world, right? And even when the actual beneficial solution would be to actually do it properly, I, I don't know. Like they're just so par. It just seems, seems like a paranoid worldview that is completely in flight. Like it flies in the face of how the existing financial system is regulated, which is a best effort, and even the definition of best effort is quite lazily done. Like. You can get away with bloody murder as long as you fill out your paperwork and pay your fee. Mm-hmm. Is what I can see in TradFi. <laughs> so, why they so? Yeah. Why are they so fucking paranoid? That's the the question I have. I guess. 